0: Good morning and welcome to Simply Finance. It's Tuesday, January 23rd. On today's show, BIS reveals its 2024 vision with a focus on quantum security and AI and finance, while the wife of Malaysia's former finance minister faces charges in a graft case. Plus, Vroom shifts its focus from car sales to finance and AI services. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Finance. Speaking of new projects, we start off with the Bank for International Settlements, or BIS, and its vision for 2024. The bank has announced a focus on quantum security and AI in finance, revealing six new projects that will be undertaken by its innovation hub. These projects build on the completion of 12 projects in 2023. Here to delve deeper into these projects is our financial technology correspondent, Michael.
1: Michael, what can you tell us about these new projects? The new projects will focus on areas such as cybersecurity, combating financial crime, central bank digital currencies, and green finance. One of the projects known as Project LEAP will work on quantum-proofing payment systems against potential future threats from quantum computers. Another project, codenamed Project Symbiosis, will use artificial intelligence and big data to improve emissions tracking in supply chains. Could
0: you elaborate on the other projects that BIS has announced?
1: Certainly. Project Orem will study privacy issues in central bank digital currency design. Project NGFS Data Directory 2.0 aims to upgrade the data platform of the network for greening the financial system to make climate-related financial data easier to search. Project Promissa will test using distributed ledger technology to tokenize promissory notes, which are financial instruments used to help fund international institutions. Lastly, Project Hertha plans to apply network analytics to identify financial crime patterns in real-time payment systems. It seems like
0: BIS is quite active in exploring emerging technologies. How does this fit into their
1: overall strategy? Indeed, BIS has been very active. Over the past four years, its innovation hub has carried out almost 30 projects across various emerging areas of technology relevant to central banking. However, the bank emphasizes that these projects are experimental in nature and aim to investigate the feasibility of different applications rather than endorse specific technologies.
0: What about BIS's stance on cryptocurrencies?
1: In July, BIS told the Group of Twenty that cryptocurrencies cannot be adopted as a monetary instrument due to inherent structural flaws. A few months later, in October, global banking regulators, including BIS, took a step towards increasing transparency by introducing a Basel Committee proposal to enforce standardized crypto asset disclosure by major banks starting in January 2025. And what about the growth in complex financial instruments? In November, BIS reported surging over-the-counter derivatives volumes, resulting from interest rate fluctuations and the phasing out of LIBOR benchmark rates. Specifically, OTC interest rate derivatives rose 17%, and FX derivatives climbed. BIS also launched a new data portal to improve the availability and accessibility of international banking statistics and other financial indicators marking a major advancement for financial data.
0: In a recent development in Malaysia, the wife of a former finance minister, who is closely associated with a political rival of Prime Minister Anwar Ibrahim, has been charged with failing to disclose her assets to anti-corruption investigators. It's clear that BIS is playing a significant role in shaping policies and infrastructure for the evolving global financial system. Here with us to delve into this matter is our correspondent for Simply Finance. Abby, could you provide us with more details on this case?
2: Certainly, David. Naima Abdul Khalid, the 66-year-old wife of businessman Daim Zainuddin, who served as finance minister twice between 1984 and 2001, has pleaded not guilty in a court in Kuala Lumpur. The offense of not disclosing her assets in response to an anti-graft agency request was allegedly committed last November.
0: And what has been the response from Naima Abdul Khalid and her husband, Daim Zainuddin?
2: Naima has denied any wrongdoing, stating that she committed no crime and will prove this in court. She also claimed that the real crime is the plot to tarnish her husband's reputation and the misuse of state power for personal ends. Daim, on the other hand, has called the probe into his affairs a political witch hunt. They both believe that this is a politically motivated investigation.
0: What are the potential consequences if Naima Abdul Khalid is found guilty?
2: If found guilty, Naima faces a maximum prison term of five years and a hefty fine. The next hearing in the case is scheduled for March 22nd, where a trial date could be set. This case seems to be part of a larger investigation. Can you tell us more about that? Yes, indeed. The Malaysian Anti-Corruption Commission, or MACC, has said it is investigating Dime. Last week, the Maxi summoned the son of former two time Prime Minister Mahathir Mohammed for questioning over his business activities. This is part of its probe following revelations contained in the so called Panama Papers, which exposed tax evasion by the rich and powerful around the world. The Maxi started probing entities linked and named in the Pandora and Panama Papers in August 2022.
0: And how has Prime Minister Anwar Ibrahim been implicated in this?
2: Anwar Ibrahim who came to power in 2022 with a promise to stamp out high-level corruption, has been accused of using the MaxCC investigation to target his political adversaries.
0: It's certainly a complex situation. Thank you for the insight, Abby. And now, shifting gears, we turn our attention to online used car retailer Vroom, which is making a significant shift in its business model. The company has announced that it will be winding down its e-commerce operations and discontinuing its used vehicle dealership business. This move is aimed at preserving liquidity and maximizing stakeholder value. Here to discuss this further is our e-commerce correspondent for Simply Finance. So Celeste, what led to this decision by Vroom?
3: David, this decision comes after Vroom's unsuccessful attempts to raise additional capital and extend its vehicle floor plan facility beyond its current expiration date of March 31st. According to Vroom CEO Thomas Short, despite significant efforts, they were unable to raise the necessary capital in the current market.
0: So what does this mean for Vroom's other ventures?
3: While Vroom is winding down its e-commerce platform for buying and selling used vehicles, it will focus on its other businesses. This includes the automotive finance company, United Auto Credit Corp, and CarStory, a provider of AI-powered analytics and digital services for automotive retail. Both of these businesses will continue to serve their third-party customers and focus on expansion.
0: What steps is Vroom taking to wind down its e-commerce operations?
3: Vroom's board of directors has approved a value maximization plan that outlines the steps the company will take to wind down its e-commerce operations. This includes suspending transactions through vroom.com, selling its current used vehicle inventory through wholesale channels, halting purchases of additional vehicles, and implementing a reduction in force that aligns with the reduced operations. In fact, Vroom plans to lay off 800 employees, which is 90% of those not engaged with UACC or Car Story.
0: When does the company expect to have this plan fully implemented?
3: Room expects the value maximization plan to be largely implemented by March 31st, according to its filing with the Securities and Exchange Commission.
0: What does this mean for the online car platform industry?
3: Profitability has been a challenge for online car platforms, with inventory aging and high interest rates. In response to this challenging economic environment, digital automotive platforms have been adding features and cutting costs in a bid to stay afloat. Room's decision to wind down its e-commerce operations is a significant development in this context.
0: In recent financial news, commodity trader ADM has put its finance chief on leave and is currently investigating its accounts. Here with us to delve into the details is our finance correspondent from Simply Finance, James. James, can you shed some light on this situation? That was e-commerce correspondent
4: for Simply Finance, Celeste. Thank you for the insights. Certainly, David. At this stage, details are still emerging. What we know is that ADM, a major player in the commodities trading sector, has taken the significant step of placing its finance chief on leave. This move coincides with an internal investigation into the company's accounts. That sounds serious. What could be the potential implications of this for ADM? Well, it's too early to predict the exact implications, but such investigations typically aim to uncover any financial discrepancies or misconduct. Depending on the findings, it could have significant impacts on the company's financial standing and reputation. It could also potentially lead to legal consequences. And what about the finance chief? What could this mean for him? Being placed on leave during an investigation like this is a serious matter. It could potentially indicate that the finance chief is under scrutiny as part of the investigation. Depending on the outcome, it could have serious professional and legal ramifications. However, it's important to note that at this stage, these are all potential scenarios. The investigation is ongoing, and no conclusions have been drawn yet. We'll certainly keep an eye on this developing story.
0: And that wraps up our stories for today on Simply Finance. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back here tomorrow.